Greetings and welcome to Stamper Cinema. As always, I'm your host. My name is Andrew. In this week's episode, I am honored to have the guest I have in store for y'all. She is super smart. She's super funny. She's an entrepreneur. She has a really, really cool YouTube channel in which she will tell you about that here shortly. I, I just adore her. She is just one of my favorite people. She and I first met, what year is it? It's 2020. So she and I go back about 13 years now. She was uh, good friends with my then roommate at the time. And as the years have gone on, she and I have remained in contact. And I I can't I can't say enough positive things about this this young lady. She is super sweet. So without further ado, the absolutely stunning Brandy Nichelle B. Hey, Brandy, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Just trying to, again, like last time, stay as sane as possible during this whole COVID craziness that we're going through right now. I hear you. I hear you. So for my listeners, obviously your listeners know about your YouTube channel, but for my listeners, can you tell us a little bit about your channel? Yeah, of course. So I do have a YouTube channel called It's Brandy Nichelle B. And, you know, what I talk about on my channel is basically interracial dating. I give you, you know, advice on, you know, dating period, you know, relationship advice. Um, and, you know, I talk a lot about controversial things, you know, between, you know, with black people and, and, and white people and just, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. So subscribe <laughs> my, find me on YouTube, subscribe to my channel if you want some juicy content. Yeah. When did you launch that channel? Uh, it's been almost two years now since I launched. Yeah. I remember when, when it went live because you, you know, you posted something on, on Facebook. Hey, I've got a YouTube channel, sign yeah. me up. And me being the, the, the loyal friend that I am, I'm like, yeah, sure. I, I, I'm glad to support uh, Brandy on that. And yeah, it, it's been, it's been a fun ride. I've watched many of videos and uh, it, it's been fun. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Now for my podcast, what we do, it's called Stamper Cinema. And each episode I bring on a different guest and we, we talk about a movie, but to make it a little bit different, it's not a movie that I necessarily um, suggest. I, I bring on a different guest and it's all about the movies that you want to talk about. So can you briefly introduce the movie that we're going to talk about today? Yeah, so it's called Love Guaranteed, and it's perfect for, you know, for me because I like controversy, right? I I love talking about interracial dating and interracial topics, and this movie is about a, a white female. She's a lawyer, right? And this black guy comes to her because he wants to sue this dating app, and the dating app is called Love Guaranteed, right? So in, in, in the story, she has to do research, right, for her to be successful with this, um, with the case, for them to win the case. And so in her discovery, like in her research on doing like uh, research about his, you know, the guy's dating history and about the app and stuff like that, you know, they end up kind of falling for each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, how much you want me to go into it, but that's no, pretty no. Is that a good summary? Yeah, that, that uh, nailed it. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Love Guaranteed, as Brandy just mentioned, was a film that came out this year. It was released in 2020. It is a Netflix original, and yeah. it stars Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah. Uh, 
if you've ever seen The New Girl or Happy Endings, he was on that. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Rachel Lee Cook, who was in She's All That, and the This Is Your Brain on Drugs girl from from uh, from those commercials. Two amazing actors, yeah. Two amazing actors. Yeah. And then Heather Graham, who's been in just about everything over the past 35 years, she was in it as well. Written and directed by the, the writing team of Elizabeth Hackett and Hilary... Galanoy, who they also did prior to this movie. They had a movie, it was called Falling in Love, as in like in as a like a hotel falling in love. And that too was a interracial dating movie. But in that one, it was Christina Milian and some random white dude that that was kind of a love story on that one so so these writers have had experience doing that and it was directed by a guy by the name of mark stephen johnson who has been in the game for a really really long time he wrote the the grumpy old men movies but from a directing aspect he he did simon birch and he did uh the like the 2003 or 2004 daredevil movie and then the the ghost rider film so just a little, just to paint a little bit picture of the movie. So the question oh, yeah. I have for you is obviously we know kind of how it relates into your own, your, your own channel, but yeah. can you tell, tell us another reason why you selected this movie? Um, I selected this movie because I, I found it very interesting. Like when the movie first started, I noticed a couple of things, right? And I don't know if any of your viewers are going to go watch this movie, I don't know how much Maybe. detail I should go into. <laughs> Sorry, there's going to be some spoiler alerts. But the, the more that I dissected the movie and the storyline, I, I noticed that Damon, Damon, what's his name? Damon Wayans Jr.? Yep. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name in the movie. Nick. Character's name. Okay, so Nick. I noticed there's a pattern of girls that he he would find on these apps, right? And so it seemed like he was very comfortable dating like white women, Asian women. So he had a pattern of the types of women that he was selecting, right? Come to find out, he, before he dated all these girls, like before he got on the app, before he was dating white, Asian, you know, what have you, a black woman broke his heart, okay? And so <laughs> the the thing that, I, I've been a part of like several panel discussions with black men who, who have been hurt by black women or who have had not, not so great experiences with black women and then they want to try something different. So it seems like that's the pattern of this movie. Okay, black man has, you know, hasn't had the best experience with a black woman. So now he's trying something different in dating, you know, white women, Asian women and things like that. So that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this movie because I felt like the storyline in that aspect was interesting. Mm-hmm. And I also, I also noticed that, um, I think her name was Susan in the movie. Susan. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Susan. It seemed like she's, she had never dated a black man because when she started to do her research, you know, about Nick's dating history, right. For the, for it to win their case, mm-hmm. she, you know, her, her, her staff, her office staff right. was like, Susan, you're going to have to create an app because you're going to have to do your research. You're going to have to go on dates, right. To find out. The, the pattern of like people who use dating apps, right? And so in her, in her research, I noticed that she kept selecting white men, right? 
Didn't you find that interesting? There's no black men that she selected, but for some reason she found something in Nick. Maybe she wanted to try a black man for the first time. Who knows? And that, then that aspect, it was kind of interesting though. I kind of wanted to dissect that storyline just a little bit. No, I, I think that that's a very, very valid, very valid point. My only, my only concern or issue is the fact that it really did. I didn't get a sense that race was even on the table in terms of what was going on in the story. Yeah. We, we know visually because of the fact that, you know, one person was black and one person was white, but it didn't really seem that his blackness or her whiteness was really ever anything that was brought into into the discussion of the film, which I felt, and if it was, it, it, it may have been glossed over, which I felt was a, like a missed opportunity for the movie that it, I think it would have added more dimension to the overall plot of what was going on in the movie. This, although very, very cute and you had beautiful people in the movie, it, it felt very, very safe in many ways that I, I was trying, when I was watching this movie, I was trying to figure out who, who were they making this movie for? You know, like who is this movie's target audience? Because is it, is it really trying to attract, you know, or intrigue people that are in, in a racial dating, you know, relationships? Absolutely. Yeah, de- definitely, definitely, definitely promotes interracial dating, but you know, you, you do see more black men dating white women, right? I mean, you do. So that's kind of the storyline. You don't see too many, you don't see too many movies where the woman is black and the guy is white. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I can, you know, I, I can like right off the top of my head, I can go, I, I think uh, Bullworth in the late 90s with Halle Berry and Warren Beatty. I think of the... Late the 90s. <laughs> okay. Um, so now we're only talking about like the past couple years. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure I could, I could think of a couple, couple others. But it's hard though, right? It's hard to think of it. Yeah. I mean, if, if I were to do some digging, I might be able to, uh, well, shoot. Uh, what was it? Lakeview Terrace that came out just a couple years ago with, um, Patrick Wilson and, oh my God, what, what is their name? Is it, is it Carrie Washington? I want to say Carrie Washington. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. I think, I think you do raise a really interesting point. And I think one of the other issues that we might want to look at, and maybe it's a conversation for an entirely different, different time, but there really aren't nearly as many black women act, you know, actresses as there are black men actors, you know? So yeah. I think, cinematically it's just there there's a missed opportunity because there aren't nearly or black women aren't nearly or fairly represented on uh, on camera as you know as white women or you know any any other i guess maybe asian women might be the only the only female um group that i feel is probably shot even less than than african-american women and like I said, I don't know if that's for a conversation for a different time, maybe yeah. a little bit deeper than maybe what you want to get into. But I think there is something to be said about that. And that's bullshit. I, it obviously shouldn't be that way, but yeah. such is the case. Yeah. I mean, I think that the writers, you know, like I said, they, the writers try to make it real life and something that people can't could like relate to. And I think creating a story where the guy is black 
and the woman is white is a relatable topic because you see that more often than like black women dating white men. That's just what I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So this movie, what do you think? I mean, is this a movie that you would, you would recommend to a, to a friend? Did, what were your overall thoughts of the film? I mean, this movie is definitely for people who love like love story type of movies. So yeah, if, if you're like romance, you know, if you like the lovey bevy mushy, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really good movie. It, obviously, if you respect inter, in, uh, interracial dating, if you respect right. that, if, you, if you're into it, then yeah, this is a movie for you. Now for, let's talk about the cons, you know, we or maybe before the cons, what are, what are some other pros? What are some things about the movie that, that you enjoyed? Obviously we, we talked about the, the interracial aspect, which there's certainly an opportunity uh, to tell more of these types of stories, obviously, but what are some other things that you did like about the movie? Um, I would say it was a feel good movie, you know, mm-hmm. at a time where the world is going through a racial divide and, you know, a time where, you know, people are just feeling down. You know, people are losing their jobs. You know, like we're in tough times right now. It's good to watch a movie that's a feel-good movie. And it's a funny movie, too. Both actors, you know, did really well mm-hmm. in the movie. So it was great acting. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of funny in certain moments. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed it because it just makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside, you know? Is there anything about the movie that you felt that they missed the mark on? Yeah, there's one thing, like the movie, it seemed like the movie was filmed in Japan somewhere. And I thought that was kind of odd because I'm like, why are they in Japan? Like, why are they in Japan? Did you notice that? I thought they were in Seattle. It just seemed like they were somewhere in Asia. Yeah. Because there were like Asian signs everywhere. And then, but when when they, when they uh, filmed like the law firm, it was in English, but everything else was in Mm -hmm. like Asian dialect. I'll have to look at that again. I don't know yeah. why. I think I remember like a bit of dialogue where they were talking about that it was raining and raining and more rain. Yeah. I don't know if they filmed it in Seattle, but I, I think I remember like a line of dialogue that they were in Seattle. I don't know if there's an area in Seattle that's like catering to the Asians. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're in the Pacific Northwest. There is a huge... Uh, Asian population in Seattle, but you might, you might be right for all I know. I mean, you know, they could have filmed it somewhere. I should, I don't know. Um, (laughs) But one of the things that I liked about the movie was, was the look of it. I don't know. I felt that, you know, we're in October now, so it's, it's, it's sweater weather time, you know, and uh, Rachel Lee Cook in this movie, we just went from like one like coat to another in this movie and there's coffee everywhere. So you really get that sense that it almost feels, and this isn't designed to be a dig at the movie. They missed an opportunity to maybe film this at Christmas and it could be like another Hallmark Christmas movie. Cause you know, it is a very, very feel good type of movie. It is using that aspect of the weather is a little bit cooler at that time. You put Damon Wayans in a green flannel and Rachel Lee Cook in a red coat. Boom, you got yourself another Hallmark uh, Christmas movie. It, it, was, it, it really is a very feel-good movie. Yeah. You know what you're getting when you watch this movie. You, you, you know that you've got these two people coming from two entirely different worlds. And when all is said and done, they're going to they're gonna find love. And it's going to be happily ever after. Yeah. It's not designed to, I, I don't think it's really trying to have any type of social commentary 
it's just a just a generally positive uplifting movie would you agree yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Uh, what else do I want to, let's see here. I've got a couple questions for you. Now okay. this, you know, obviously one of the the bigger pictures going on in this movie is talking about online dating. I mean, that's really yeah. kind of, yeah. if there is some type of commentary that's being stated, I, I feel that maybe there's a, they're, they're saying more about social or rather um, they're talking more about online dating than interracial relationships what I got from this movie that that was more of a of a big picture so I admittedly I missed the whole online dating like movement you know like when I met my wife yeah like what eHarmony and whatever other website was around but now I mean there are billions of different online dating so I'm I'm kind of curious to know what what the market is like in 2020. I mean, this whole idea of what's going on within this movie, as we're talking about is love guarantee. There's a website that is ran or rather there's this, yeah, this website that is ran by Heather Graham's character. And their promise is that you will find love guaranteed in what, like a thousand dates or, or less something of that nature. And is this climate realistic where in the case of Nick, he had been on 987, 988 dates without finding love. Is, is that a realistic possibility within the climate at, of online dating in 2020? I don't know. Do you have any insight on that? That's a lot of dates, but I guess mm-hmm. it just depends on the app and how they, how they match you because I heard I've never used a dating app before. But I know people who have, and I think with Match, I, Match, I don't know if Match is still popular, but I know that Match, the reason why it's called Match.com is because they match you with the person and, you know, they, they ask, I guess, a series of questions to, you know, ask you, you know, to fill out a questionnaire and they kind of match you with whoever you have in, the same interests with. So I think as long as, you know, the app trying to kind of strives to, to match, put you in a perfect match that way. I think it could work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, nothing's going to be per- ever going to be perfect, right? right? Like, and someone's intentions <laughs> will not be the best intentions always. Yeah, you know, on a lot of these apps. So that's another thing. But mm-hmm. even if you met someone out, out, you know, you don't, you still don't know that person's intentions. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. It's just you know, but you know, like. With online dating, people are so afraid of it, but it's like, there's so many different different tools that you can use to make sure that the person is a real person. Like, first of all, there's FaceTime. If I can't FaceTime you to see what you look like, to see if you're actually the person that I'm meeting up with, then we're not going to meet up. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so. I'm, you have, I imagine you have other like single friends and my, most of my friends at this point they're all in committed relationships, but I am curious to know how like COVID has affected the whole like online dating experience. Do you have any, any people that are any, any friends that are, that are single trying to. Yeah, I do have some friends that are using apps and I can't say that any of them have found like a serious relationship out of it. Mm -hmm. And, And again, I think it's the type of app that you use. I know hinge is like a popular one. But like, like I said, I've, I've never heard of Tinder. <laughs> oh, I think that's an older one. And I think Tinder was like, a, like, 
people go on there just to kind of hook up. They don't right, really go right. in a relationship. Obviously, to kind of bring it on back into something that is like more related into your your YouTube channel, which has to do with a lot of like interracial dating. I mm-hmm. just to run through the list of other other movies off the top of my head that are uh, interracial dating. I mean, I think you go back to like the 1960s guess who's coming to dinner film, which was the story of this girl that brings over an older um, black man to his very, very progressive parents. Yeah. And I think that was maybe the earliest one that I can think of. And that was a very groundbreaking movie. You Mm -hmm. then, had whew, uh, the first movie that I think of, which is extremely culturally inappropriate in so many ways. And I, I can't imagine how this movie would ever get made in 2020, but there was this movie in the mid eighties. It was called soul man. Did you ever hear about this movie? Uh, soul man. Uh... Okay. All right. So Brand- okay. So Brandy, check this out. This is the, the story of this guy and he was trying to get into Harvard. And for whatever reason, I can't remember. I haven't seen this movie since I was like, I don't know, seven, eight years old, but the movies always stuck with me because something always like rubbed me the wrong way. And I didn't know what rubbed me the wrong way until I got older, yeah. but he couldn't get into Harvard. So what he did is he faked his college application to say that he was black and he got accepted. And so he donned blackface in this movie. And it's a 1980s romantic comedy where this guy is in full on like blackface and it's supposed to be a charming movie and obviously not okay. And it's just like, like, like it blows my mind like that, how that would have been made at this point 30 years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just supposed, it was just designed to be a, just a regular old, like run of the mill uh, rom-com James Earl Jones, you know, Darth Vader uh, is in the movie and Radon Chong, who is the, the daughter of from Cheech and Chong, Chong's daughter. And, but yeah, so there was that. Obviously, we we mentioned Bullworth and what's another Monsters Ball, another uh, movie that came out not too long ago with uh, who was in that? Halle Berry was in that, mm-hmm. and of course, probably like my favorite of the bunch. And that and this movie say, says a ton of stuff. But did, by chance, did you see Get Out? Yes. What did you think of? I I liked it. I, I mm-hmm. like Get Out. I think. Um... I didn't agree with everything in the movie, um, but I enjoyed it. I think it, I like psycho thrillers like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's again, it's a very, it's a relatable thing, right? Because I think a part of Get Out was the storyline was you know, white girl with black guy, typical, mm-hmm. right? You know, white girl brings black guy home to kind of you know. Hey, say hey, you know, we're mm-hmm. we're cool. Black man, we wanna, you know, whatever. I mean, so I I, I enjoyed the movie and I, I did catch the subliminals, but I do I agree with all the subliminals? Not really. Yeah. No, the movie was and I love I love Jordan Peele and what I think I kind of yeah, I, I really like the the social commentary, the things that he was trying to say in it. And what I also really liked is the fact that now 
again, it just there are these stories that are definitely out there that, quite frankly, haven't been told. And even though this one takes a very, very dark approach at it, I'm all on board. And I think more movies like this should be out. Again, not not to go the, the dark turn, but there should be more movies like Get Out than quite frankly, soul man. Um, but it's, it, it's great that there are filmmakers that are now uh, taking the cue from Jordan Peele. I mean, HBO has this great, great uh, show, Lovecraft Country. And I don't know if you've heard about what's going on with that. I have heard of it, but I haven't watched it. Just another really good show. And is it, are we where we need to be? Of course not. But we yeah. are now starting to see... African-American filmmakers get get an opportunity to start telling really unique, different stories from, from their lens. And, and that's great. And um, although this isn't a black and white relationship, what was it, two or three years ago, Kumail Nanjiani and uh, his wife, they did The Big Sick. And I don't know if you saw that, but that was a great rom-com. And it's loosely based on their relationship. So we, we are getting to the point where we are seeing more of these type of stories being told. And yeah. quite frankly, we should. I mean, we there are so many different types of people and so many people look differently from one another. And, you know, love isn't supposed to have any one specific, you know, color by numbers. You know, every anybody can fall in love with anybody. And yeah. it's great that we are now starting to see movies that 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 reflect that. Right, 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 right. So I love it. You know, tell me what, what's coming up on your, on your channel. What, uh, what are some of the upcoming videos that you're thinking about putting out? Um, uh, I taught my, my channel is, I would say a bag of Skittles, right? Okay. There's a bunch of different topics that I have, you know, one of, um, one of my viewers reached out to me and they were like, you know, they, they want advice on how to level up in life, you know? So it's, it's kind of different, uh, that kind of topic. Cause my topic mainly focuses on relationships and dating, but I think where that ties in is, you know, you, you want to be, you want to be better for yourself, but you also want to be better for the person that you're going to be with. Right. So in essence, leveling, leveling up for yourself is preparing you for your partner as well. Wouldn't you agree? Totally. So that's so, uh, you know, look out for that, you know, advice on how you can level up in life and, you know, ultimately will, you know, make you a decent person for whoever you're going to be with. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, so for your channel, where are you at right now? I mean, uh, you've got, you've got a, you've got a pretty, pretty stellar following right now. So what are you at right now? What are, what are those uh, metrics looking like right now? I'm almost to 1,000. I think I only need like 70 more subscribers and I'll be at my 1,000 goal. Awesome. And where do you go from here? So, you know, just keep striving. But, you know, once I hit 1,000, I can start monetizing my channel. And, um, you know, it's, it can only go up from here. Bigger and better things. <laughs> Yay. I am very, very honored that I had the opportunity to be on one of your episodes. You did catch me. Like at right out right at the beginning, and then I spent ten minutes trying to analyze one of the questions, and as a result, I was perpetually behind the entire like the entire video. I'm like, wait, did she mean this? And she said that. Did she say that? And I heard this. I will tell you, Andrew. 
one of my like a lot of my viewers, you know, I did have some people emailing me telling me that he didn't give us the real tea, you know, but I know you, you know, it's, you know, I know you have your reasons, but they did Whoa, ask me to- my reasons. What, what, what are you saying? <laughs> no, I mean, I know that you, you know, you're a respectable guy, you know, you're, you're trying to be careful with what you say, which is fine. You know what I mean? Like I, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Out of respect for other people, but they did have one question. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but I have a question. Oh, they had a question too. Okay, sure. Have you ever dated a black girl? Oh, that is a good question. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I have. And uh, yeah, it was, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, well, I don't want to say too much because of the fact that she, 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 she listens to the channel. And um, so, but yes, yes. Okay. And I will say that she's a, uh, she's a wonderful woman and, um, and she's gone on to do some really, really great things. And I'm extremely proud of her, but but yeah, I'm going to be very, very diplomatic and not divulge too much about, sure. <laughs> about, but yes. Um, yeah, we, 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 we yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, mine is a audio podcast, so people can't like see me blushing. Although, yay, your, your, your people can. <laughs> No, so <laughs> it's all uh, good. Um, but oh, well, um, what I was going to also say is that I grew up and I was born and raised in Bermuda, and although there's still very much heavy racial tension, even in Bermuda, interracial dating and interracial relationships are extremely, extremely common in the islands, and okay. but yeah, I, I think I think when I was on there, I, I I think maybe some of my answers were safe, but at the same time, I don't really have anything controversial to say, you know, I'm, I'm just your regular guy that just tries to, you know, accept people as individuals and maybe not try to paint. Do I see color? Of course, everybody sees color. Everybody can, anybody who says that they can't see color is bullshitting you. I mean, but it's those differences that we should embrace and and recognize that the fact that we look different those are things that should be celebrated and that's that's what i have to say about that i agree i agree all right my dear well i don't have anything else to talk about other than on a scale of one to ten what would you give love guaranteed Ooh, i would give it i would say six a six, okay. What could what would have made it a seven or an eight? I mean, there were some points in the movie where it just was plain old boring. You know, I think it could have had a little bit more excitement to it. Yeah, that honestly is my biggest critique. I mean, this was a rom com, but I felt that they missed a lot of opportunities for well, one the rom and two the com. You know, <laughs> you know they. You know, he what he kisses her forehead or something at some point, and then they share a kiss at the at the end. Yeah, I felt like there should have been a little bit more drama, maybe between she and you know between uh, Susan and Nick. I feel like the point there was no fluff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you didn't. Where 
how do I want to phrase this? So on one hand, the, the movie was pretty stereotypical rom-com. It, it checked all the boxes on, on things that you would see. Yeah. It missed a few other things. And I think, I think really good jokes are one thing, you know, I, I felt that maybe we, we were supposed to find a little bit more humor in her staff, you know, the, you know, her, the, the two people that she worked with, they were, I think they were designed to be a little bit more comic relief and right. they, you know, they were a little bit more contrived. And so right. that was something I felt that they, they could have worked on. I think, I think the movie definitely there's an audience for it. I, Again, I, I felt the like maybe in my discussion on your podcast, it the movie it, it was very very safe, and they they didn't take any risks with whatever they were trying to say, and so I think the movie movie hurts as a result of that. And you know when you've got a really really good comedic actor like Damon Wayans uh, Damon Wayans Jr., you know give him a little bit more to work with because at times it almost felt like he was a little bored with what he was doing on camera, like. All right. Yeah. I mean, this guy is hysterical. Now, granted, he's not the funniest person on The New Girl, but he's still yeah. really, really funny on that show. And he was great on Happy Endings. And shit, I mean, he's a weigh-ins, right? I mean, that is like comedy Rushmore right there. I mean, it's the, you know, they, they're just nothing but funny people in that family. And I felt that he, you know, he, he should have had a little bit more to do to show that, he's funny other than just be like miserable in love and, you know, trying to, trying to sue a, a dating site, but that's just my take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right. Well, that is all I've got. Did you have fun? Yes, it was fun. Yay. Thank you. For inviting me. Of course. Thank you for, for, this was a, a very good, uh, uh, to- not topic, but you know, this was a very good experiment, I guess. I don't know. Like, cause I've never had someone to ask me, Hey, you know, let's review a movie. So this was, this was good kind of analyzing the movies. I love movies. I love writing cause I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. So it was good to kind of like break down the storyline and break down the characters and kind of understand where the producers were coming from with this movie. So yeah, this was good. Now, what is your favorite movie? Oh, what's my favorite movie? Oh, I don't, I don't think I can answer that, Andrew. I have so many favorites. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I can't think of just one. <laughs> you want to, I mean, what, what, what are your top 50? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, are, is there anything that you're watching right now, whether on Netflix or Hulu or what have you, that, you're, that, you've, like, that you've maybe discovered from, from COVID that you're like, I really enjoy this? Or is there any kind of comfort movie or TV show that you find yourself going back to? I can't think of any movies, but if we're talking about a TV show, I'm excited for American Horror Story to come back on. I don't know if that's on Netflix or not. Um, I know that they, they used to be, they, I mean, it's on FX originally and they, you know, they'll, they'll put, they'll put seasons on Netflix. I don't know if they've taken any off. I haven't, the last one I watched was the, was it the hotel with Lady Gaga? I think that was the last season I watched. My favorite. Dude, it was so good. It was so good. And really, really enjoyed that season. 
Yeah. And you know what? Normally I'm afraid of like scary things and scary movies, but lately I've been watching like a lot of scary movies on like Netflix. I can't, one that I watched, I can't think of the name of it, but it was about, um, it was about this couple. The, the guy had like two kids or no, he had one little girl and they, they were staying in this haunted house, right? Where like the, they, they parade on little children. Hmm. And so the yeah, and and so like oh, you know who was in it? What's her name? Uh, she was in Dawson's Creek, and she was married to the, the actor. Why uh, can't I think of her name? You're, are you talking about like Katie Holmes? Yeah, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes is in this movie. Hmm. I. <laughs> but, I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm gonna have to look it up. I don't know. Yeah. Basically, you know, the, this this house is like haunted, and you know, they prey on little kids, and they were preying on this on you know the the, the little girl, and it was just a really interesting, scary movie, and I, I I was so into it, and I'm like, normally I'm afraid of those types of movies, but I enjoyed it, and that's like the types of movies I'm into right now. I don't know. Yeah, cool. No, that's awesome. Well, that's all I've got. Thank you very much for taking the time and chatting with us today. Yeah. How do you think it went? I think it went well. What do you think? I think it went well. As long as you're happy because it's for your podcast. Yeah. I'm going to take little snippets mm -hmm. from it. So just send me the, you know, send me the video. Of course. You'll get the, yeah, I'll send you the entire uh, video file and everything. And listeners, thank you very much for listening. And as always, we will see you next week with a new episode. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>